Hello, my friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week, really the end of our ropes, and we want to be able to talk openly and honestly about these jobs we love without risking losing them, hence the name Elvis. Anyway, I'd like to get started with a special thank you to all of our Patreon sponsors out there. We have a couple new ones this week, and thank you for everyone who is on the Patreon for Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Let's start with Marsha M., Wiazza, Christina B., Miss Alabama, Kristen B., Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Brian S, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina B, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Christina W, Vanessa J, Kate C, Mary C, Haley M, Rylan L, Catherine S, Perla C, Kelsey W, RJR, Cara T, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Rebecca J, Melissa M, Casey B, Sarah M. Thank you guys so much for supporting our podcast. If you would like more Teacher Needs Drink podcasts because you just love us that much or you just want to give us some money and help support us, go to the t- Patreon and sign up for Teacher Needs Drink podcast. For as little as $5 a month, there's lots of extra content, bonus episodes. There is so much stuff. We release almost about two to three bonus things on there every week from deleted scenes to interviews to exclusive episodes that are only on the Patreon. So you should do it. It's really awesome. I'd also like to, you know, pump our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you're a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to ludlamdramatics.com. There is shit for theater teachers in the teacher store. So you need to go to Ludlam Dramatics to find a lot of that just normal teacher stuff that's field specific. They have it all. They're amazing. I can't prompt them more than enough. Lud Lamb Dramatics, check it out. And also check out our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. If you need a sweet treat and want something that's just a little extravagant and amazing, go to legendarypretzels.com. They have these pretzels that are dipped in chocolate or fudge or whatever you want, and they're covered in candy and cereal, and it's just divine. Treat yourself. They are amazing. I can't pump them enough. All right, my friends, we're getting to the end of the year, and it's really important that everyone continue to take care of themselves. It can get really stressful these last few weeks just trying to get all this end of school year bullshit done so just breathe take some time if you get a chance go through our back episodes find the teacher needs drink podcast episode a teacher's guide to mental health it's a special 45 minute one hour episode that just gives you lots of tips on how to deal and things you can do Uh, nurse rosie rose is on it we have a lot of great information i cannot recommend it enough just remember guys you are not alone out there and here we go episode 80 My God, we've been doing this for a while. Enjoy. looks like a butthole and like now that's kind of offensive to me. To be fair, your face does look like a butthole. It does if I puck it around. You speak the truth about buttholes and faces. Mm. (laughs) Well, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Count Chocolate. I am counting down these final <laughs> days. That's all I got. Good for you. Also with us today is Miss Lucia Lane. Hey, what's up? Hey. And Hi. joining us after a short absence, Miss Shirley Temper. It will be mine. Oh, yes, it will be mine. Ah, uh, Wayne's World. What yeah, you did. I was about to say that's Wayne's World. Oh, man, that takes me back. Damn. 
All right, my friends. Well, I'm happy everyone's here, and I'm glad you guys are well. I have a, a very tiny update on the yearbook story we had last week where we talked about whether it was appropriate or not appropriate to have, you know, the Black Lives Matter, love is love, trans rights are all rights, science is real, sticker on a yearbook. And while in that story and while we reported it, the principal put out a public notice saying he accepted full responsibility. Somehow the art teacher who was in charge of yearbook was still put on administrative leave. I, I'm just baffled how a, the admin will say, hey, it was all my fault. This is it. But still someone under him is getting punished. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't really want to go into more details than that. But So, um, you know, I've, com- I've talked very actively this year about my ghost principal. It's an interim principal that was only meant to be here through February. And then he decided he wanted the job. So he started being a gigantic pain in all of our asses. He did not get the job. Hey! Yeah, hey, that's good. And in that's fact, um, they they promoted from within our district um, a principal from another campus who is basically like the golden child of principals. He is supposedly amazing. Uh, students and teachers really love him. Oh, good. And we've been kind of hoping for a few years that he'd come up to the high school where we are. And... I'm, I, I, the, the day we got the news that night, I slept like a rock and <laughs> I'm just, I'm actually looking forward to next year, which is crazy. Cause this has been the shootiest year ever. Shootiest. Yeah. It won't take much to make next year a better year. No oh. more ghost. Lucille, how are things going with you? I had star testing tomorrow, which is whatever. I mean, it's always long and it's always tedious and you know, I got these kids that somehow managed to do 40 questions in an hour, reading like five passages and everything. It's more like passing the time of the three other hours where they can't, <laughs> can't do anything. They can't draw because I got you know, I got the little babies. They can't draw. They can't play. They want to play with my Legos. They can't play with Legos. They can't do this. They can't do that. And it's mm. more fair. But it's only one day, and this is the last day. So, cheers. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Count, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm not going to lie. Um, things are progressing, and we are handing out tickets for graduation soon. We've got prom, and obviously right after prom, you've got the actual graduation. And that's after that, you know, you can kind of pack the year in and, and take a deep breath. Let me tell you, when I say that teachers are making kids sweat in a year where it has just been tumultuous straight across the board. Kids are like having to, to wait till like the last five minutes before grades are due to actually know if they're passing a course that is required <laughs> for graduation because their teacher hasn't entered grades. And so when, when other, you know, when admin and other teachers or just people reach out and they're like, yeah, I'm still entering grades. Like they know the grades. They just haven't entered them because they know if, you know, Johnny over here knows that he's passing the class. He's going to cut up the next two days in class and just act a fool. But while yeah. he doesn't know, he's on his best behavior. <laughs> and well, I that think is it's, true. And I, I think, think it's kind of asinine. I think it's frustrating. But for me, as a counselor who makes the phone calls like, hey, your son didn't pass this class. We knew this was, you know, there's a possibility of this. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And then. <laughs> 
obviously when you call a parent and have to deliver some unfortunate news, they're never thrilled. And they always say, why are you waiting so late? And I'm like, actually, we've had this conversation in February and in March and in April, and we're close. I I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if he was going to do it or not. And he did. He didn't. Whatever. And parents are just as... I don't know. I think it's, I, I keep getting the response like, you know, I got my sister flying in from so-and-so and someone's coming from Branson, Missouri, and they better be, they better be walking across that stage. I don't know. They might, they might, might not. talk to your kid about that one. <laughs> exactly. It's not on me. I don't even, I don't even assign grades. I don't. I just, I get to deliver good and bad news, but we're almost finished. My view is if the kid didn't wait so damn long to do all this last minute work, then they would know already. Amen, brother. You wait to do Amen. all of your assignments that make you pass the last 24 hours of school, then, yeah, you 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 get to wiggle on the hook for a little bit. Uh, moral to the story is that we're all learning some real lessons. Real mm-hmm. tough lessons this year. <laughs> people just aren't going to make it, and it's nobody's fault but their own. Yeah. I have an article for you guys. And I'm excited to hear your reactions. This is from the Washington Post. The title is, Kindergartners' questions help get them off a hijacked school bus. Driver says, enough already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless kindergartners. Yep. And this is by Hannah Now, Hannah Knowles in the Washington Post. The hijacker forced his way onto the school bus with a rifle and commands to get out of town now. It was one of the scariest scenarios possible, law enforcement said later. 18 children and their driver at the whims of a man with a gun earlier this month. But the the bus driver says the gunman was no match for the queries of kindergartners. The man moved all the students up to the front of the bus headed for an elementary school in Columbia, South Carolina. Driver Kenneth Corbin told Good Morning America this week. The gunmen seemed intent on reaching the next town, at least 15 miles away. Then the kids, the kindergartners especially, started peppering him with questions, Corbin said. Was he a soldier? Why was he doing this? Was he going to hurt them? What about their driver? Six minutes after boarding the bus on May 6th, authorities said the hijacker ordered everyone off. Seemed like he sensed more questions coming. I guess something clicked in his mind and he said enough is enough. He just told me to stop the bus, stop the bus right here. The suspect, 23-year-old recruit Jovan Colazzo, was quickly apprehended and charged with kidnapping, armed robbery, carjacking, and other offenses. That is beautiful, though. I, I love the idea of just... Some people just can't cut it, especially as, like, a kindergarten teacher. And obviously, that gunman, he couldn't cut it. He couldn't handle it. Because those questions never stop. Yes, I have a kindergartner, and I can tell you with great authority, no. I love my child, a room full of my child, I'd be out. I'd be yeah. I just I would yeet out that hoe. Um yeet my out the, Yes, girl, yes. Yeet out that hoe. I would. Um this weekend, for instance, um my my bebe lost her first tooth. And what should have been a really excited moment, she dramatized when the tooth came out, she yelled in horror and ran from us across the house, screaming at the top of her lungs to find a mirror in which she looked at her mouth full of blood and screamed, you killed me and ran (laughs) from us 
for at least three minutes around the house and would not let us like help her. And then in two minutes, she was like, I'm over it. Can I call my grandparents now? I, I can't. <laughs> That's why I teach high school. Like I just can't. No, I can handle kindergartners, but I always try to minimize what's going to ask questions. Cause if I'm wearing like, I don't know if I have like a new sticker on my mug, there will be a hundred questions about my sticker. If I have new shoes or a new haircut or just there's something new about the room, I will get a hundred questions. Cause not only will there be the initial questions like, Hey, what's that? There's the kids who didn't hear the first question get asked. So they ask it again. <laughs> and you have to learn you that. Or when the kids first like, first off, I want to show you my new mug with a sticker on it. Oh, and I try to front load all the information. So it's kind of mm, stopped. That's really it, smart. If you're if you're you know taking a bus hostage, I don't know if that's going to work. Lucille, how do you deal with the kids and their questions, especially them young ones? Um, you know, I really don't. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm. I, I just say, we'll figure that out later. But right now, we're on a mission, and we gotta we gotta do this. Like, this is our goal today. This is what we're gonna finish. And I keep them so busy that they don't have time for it. Ooh. I mean, I mean, we have. I only have like with some of my kids like thirty minutes a day. Like. You know, that's like five days a week. So I only have 30 minutes or like 45 minutes, depending on, you know, each child's IEP. So when I'm doing resource with them, I don't have time because really when they come in, it's more about the learning. So they're more engulfed in it. So I really don't have to do any of of, of the questions, to be honest with you. <laughs> what about you, Count? Let me tell you, I, I, I love the little ones, but I'm with you. I, uh, a whole class full of them is not going to fly. <laughs> but I think after a while, um, my sister teaches that age group. The more I talk with her about it, I'm like, you know, I remember being in a classroom and having to repeat myself 17 times. And this was to 16-year-olds who just were not listening. You could mm-hmm. give directions and someone's going to – you could give three steps. And they say, what was step number two again? Well, actually, it's written right in front of you, but they'll ask you the same question again. Or they'll ask you to repeat it after you've already repeated it because – the first time you gave directions, they weren't listening. And then the second time, they were distracted. The third time, they're trying to focus. But by then, they're, you know, I'm just annoyed that I have to repeat it again. I don't blame the robber for abandoning ship or abandoning <laughs> the bus. Not um, at all. Just go ahead and just say, you know what? <laughs> this this was a really poor idea. Had he waited later in the day and hijacked the high school bus, I mean, he probably would have been in for an adventure or something like that. But nah, <laughs> kindergartners, nah, they, 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 he got what he deserved. This is from the Teacher Needs a Drink contact page. This is from Miss Young and at times insecure. Hello, all. I am trying to become a permanent teacher in my district. I currently have maternity leave position. I'm having so much fun. It's kindergarten. But the TA that supports me 50% of the week, she totally harshes my mellow. It happens daily. She is constantly overreacting to small behaviors, yelling at children, even IEP children mercilessly, and even tries to interrupt and seemingly take over lessons and tries to tell me how to handle parent interactions. How would you handle working with someone like this? I am a user of responsive classroom and try to use wait time in a neutral tone most of the time. I have a lot of patience for the kids, but my patience with this woman is thinning fast. Thanks for any advice you can give. It is so appreciated. That's a hard position to be in because I bet what happened is that TA was there before you were there, before I guess the, the main teacher went on her pregnancy leave. 
And so they feel they know what's going on and they're probably a little pissed that they didn't get like the sub position. And so they're trying to, you know, dominate and what's going on. Ooh, that's a tough one. Lucille? I have to say that we have, I just, I can just say me personally, I know that in my school we have a bunch of TAs that literally think that their shit don't stink. And like <laughs> they really feel like they can say what they want to, even if it's wrong. There was an incident with a TA that we had, um, especially in my hall. And this TA was doing inclusion for me because I can't reach all the classrooms. You know, I'm only one person. Her patience was very, running very low with most of these kids. Like we're talking, we're, so it's special ed, we're talking kids with their ID, right? Intellectually yeah. disabled. We are talking kids who are ADHD, kids who just can't sit still, kids who have emotional disorders. She lost her shit so many times because like an ID kid wouldn't understand. And they'd be like, what are you, what are you talking about? And like throw a fit because they're so frustrated and yeah. instead of handling it one way. She thinks that they're given such a fourth grader, like give it attitude. And, um, it got so bad that the gen ed teacher whom now I visit her room had to go to the principal and she had a running list of like everything that this TA did. She was just like, I can't take it anymore, which honestly, if you were, if you were there, you would agree. Like absolutely, enough is enough. Let's stop. She didn't do anything. She was on her phone all the time. She would just, if she, she would be like, I can't handle this. I wasn't trained to do this stuff yet. She has kids, but she can't handle like an attitude or she can't handle like, she's like, I don't know what to do. You read for them. You help them out. You turn to the page that they need to be on. You need to ask them questions. What do you think? Like, be involved. That's all you got to do. I think the problem is sometimes with a TA, they don't necessarily have the experience working with special needs kids. And I think also on the flip side, there's also admins that just kind of abuse the TAs by just throwing them in there to cover a lot of things they're not handled to do or emotionally capable of doing. And working with special needs children can sometimes be incredibly difficult and frustrating. And you need the ability to take a break or to have someone else step in. And if you don't have that, while I don't think any kid should be hurt or abused in any way, I can see someone who is completely untrained just losing their shit because they feel like they're out of options and they're just stuck with something when really, if they just had someone else come in and help them, it would make a huge difference. Some of these TAs are bad. They really and are. Some- I think, though, this is challenging because she is a substitute. And, you know, that's what a maternity leave sub is. And um, she's, you know, wanting to make this her job. I honestly wouldn't worry too much about this one TA harshing your buzz. Um, you know, you teach for your kids. The hardest part of my job has always been the adults. That's never changed. I've been doing this 15 years. The hardest part of my job is the adults. It's just kind of, yeah, it's the gig. It's the gig. Um, If this is something you want to do, do it. And don't let this one jerk off, like ruin your buzz. The other thing I'd add is if they are doing a lot of it, document it. Yeah. Document, document, document. (laughs) Oops, those are my cats fighting.
All right, friends, this one's from the Reddit from the user Kamikaze for Life. Oh, boy. So, new teacher here. What are some strategies you use to switch into home mode after your work? Hi, everyone. I just finished my intern year and am currently finishing up my final week solo teaching. I was offered a position at the school I interned at, and I couldn't be happier. However, teaching is hard, and I've noticed that I can't turn off. The inner staff drama, the admins, students who have a difficult time this semester, there's so much to talk about that I really don't want to drop on my partner. There's no reason for her to need to hear all of my complaining. What I want to know is how do all of you mentally switch from work to home mode? Now, number one, this is incredibly important. A while ago, I think last summer, we put a whole episode on a teacher's guide to mental health. This mm-hmm. subject is a good like 10 minutes of that. So if you get a chance, go back and find that episode in our backlog of a teacher's guide to mental health. But let's let's talk about what you guys do. Uh, Lucille? I switch by walking through my door and I, I start cooking. I cook almost every day. That's your happy place? It's my happy hmm. place. Like I, I leave. First of all, I, I don't stay. I don't stay after school. When it's 4 o'clock, I'm walking out the door, sometimes a little bit before, 3.37, I'm walking. I, I figure, you know, I'll make it to my car by four. Not really off the property. That's how I look at it. And I drive home and I get to cooking. I made grown-up SpaghettiOs tonight. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yes, it was delicious. It was very good. And I um, want to see it now. Yeah. I, uh, so that's what I do. I usually, um, I got some really great cookbooks I have and I just cook and I love it. And it gets me focused on other things than what I just left. For me, I haven't done it this last year because it hasn't been the same. I would instantly put on whatever music. It has to be music when I get in the car. No news, no radio, no audiobooks, not even podcasts. But the drive home, just music so I can kind of just get into the mind of music. And then if I could go for a walk or get some form of exercise or go to the gym, that helps me transition a lot more. Because if I put at least some time between when I leave the school and when I interact with Miss Priscilla or my kids or anyone else, it just puts a little bit of space between the day. And I'm less likely to just dump, like do an emotional vomit on whoever's around. Because I know if I go right from school to even a happy hour to go meet some friends, the first 10 minutes, I'm going to be just bitching. Well, the kid's in this class. However, if some time goes by, even if it's just half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour, that definitely makes me less likely to, you know, have, you know, the vomit on people. Less vitriolic. If they ask, how is your hair? Like, it sucks, but, you know, I'm fine. What's for dinner tonight? What are we making? Let's put on some music and dance while we're doing it. Oh, man. Um, I think it looks different in different years, but this year um, I've, I have not stayed late. And I have come home and a lot of times it's been like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a jog. And in the midst of that walk or jog, sometimes it's just me and music. And other times I'll call. And most times uh, I'll just kind of vent, not tell about my day, but just about something that was frustrating. And then I get it out of my system. And then when I come home and I shower and then we're like, all right, prepping for dinner and playing with kids and doing all that. Then I'm like, at least I had a minute to get that off my chest. Because yeah. otherwise, yeah, that, that whole dump as soon as you get home, like, yeah, the, the countess and the children, the, the, the chocolate drops don't, don't deserve that. It's just, <laughs> it literally, uh, it, that's not for them. Like, I signed up for this profession, and I know it's not easy, but I legitimately just find a way to get rid of it. The gym membership helps. Uh-huh. Um, and knowing when I get out of there that, that I guess I, I make up 
I, I, I make up, I make a decision in my mind that I don't have to take it home with me. Um, especially, especially this year with the number of parents and yeah. that are constantly needing something from me are always accusing me of doing something wrong because they don't know who to blame. They just have had conversation with me before. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I, when I walk out of my office door, sometimes I slam it, you know, not to scare anybody, but as soon <laughs> as I open that exterior door, I'm like, oh, thank God, here I go. And I love my job, but it's just good to not have to take it home with me. And I think it's good to have a significant other or someone who you can talk to. And sometimes there are days you just need to talk and you need to get it. But they don't necessarily sign up for every day. They got to be the off switch. In fact, I think it's good just to be able to shift into family mode no matter what happens. Even if that means taking time on your way home, take the extra block around before you get to the house just to breathe and get zen one of the worst times i ever had when i was married we both were sharing a car because our schools were closed together and it was an hour and a half commute with traffic to get home Uh. and so we'd get in the car and we made a rule that we could not talk for the first 20 or 30 minutes because it was just us and not fighting with each other just talking about the day and being slightly like an empathic person, even if someone's not yelling at you, if they're yelling about what's going on in their day, you kind of feel the vibes. And I don't know, I should put my crystals out. I'm getting all hippy dippy now. Shirley, what about you? Um, I do a couple of things. I haven't been going to the gym because we're in a Peppa Pig, but I'm actually meeting with my uh, trainer tomorrow for the first time in probably four or five months or so. So I'm trying to start to go back to the gym. Um, The thing that I did this year is I did exactly what Lucille did. I don't stay any later than I have to. I leave. I don't work on the weekends. That's my rule. If it doesn't happen, during the school day, during my time, it doesn't happen. There are exceptions of that, of course. Um, you know, the the group that I'm involved with, our competition season, there was a lot of times I had to, you know, do some paperwork and things on the weekend, but that was the exception. Um, I have a very strict rule. The second I get home, it is pajama time. I am going to throw all, because I dress up for work. It's my thing. You know, I wear pantyhose and heels and dresses and the whole 10 yards and I'm going to get comfortable and I'm going to watch some really trashy TV until my kids get home. Hey guys, guess what? Hey, what? We have a Patreon. A Patreon. What? What? Liar. No, it is 100% true. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can join our Patreon and get access to so much more content on Teach Me Needs a Drink podcast. And also, every month you're a member, you get access to more free swag that we meant send to you just for being a member. And you get your name right at the beginning. And I think so far we've been releasing almost like two or three new like audio recordings every single month on the Patreon. I don't know if I can keep that up during the summer, but... We've had a lot going on. We had movie reviews. We had scenes from our parties. We have interviews, and we record episodes that are only for the Patreon. So, guys, if you love Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, join our Patreon. You can help support us, and you get a lot more. So do it now. Do it now. Anyway, so, my friends, <laughs> would you rather only be able to eat guinea pig pellets for the rest of your life? Or wear winter boots at all times, never coming off your feet. 
Once again, would you only be able to eat guinea pig pellets for the rest of your life or wear winter boots all the time? Question. Both does, oh, my gosh. I, does I Can any, I wash my feet? Uh, I mean, yeah. At oh, all times, count at all times. No. I know, I know, but how do we, Oh, gosh. No, at all times. <laughs> do you guys remember what I had on my feet at our teacher needs to drink party a few weeks ago? No. I was wearing my brand new Doc Martens that I'm trying to break in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. Which are kind of winter boots. They're heavy. Okay, those are cute. I kind of envision like boots up to your your calf, like boots. Is that what you think? See, am I thinking like Uggs, like real hot, like furry boots, or am I talking like they're like the rubber toe kind of rain boots, snow boots. I'm thinking like boots. snow boots. I'm like thinking like six-year-old out playing like, in the snow, snow boots. Like the ones that look like moon boots? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Moon boots. Okay, I, moon boots. I ain't eating no pellets. I ain't eating no pellets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like food too much. Like, No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the opposite of you guys because one of the things that drives me crazy that I can't handle is socks in bed. And if I'm wearing boots, I'm not going to go all stank foot and only have like (laughs) – So in order for me just to sleep, I need to be, yeah, barefoot. So – and you know what? You know, guinea pig pellets, maybe it will be like the new diet revolution. It will be bigger than keto. It will be bigger than like all the shit. Like who needs carbs? You get these pellets. You just eat like straw compressed. I would be one fine motherfucker and I wouldn't be wearing boots. So I don't think that's true. I don't Uh either. No, do you think you they're like, fatty and carb loaded? <laughs> yes, they're like rice and stuff. I don't know what they are. You like to smoke foods and like eat. There's no way that you'd be able to handle that. You would you would switch the to same beef, flavor like, all the time. Quick. I feel like I've got enough swag and drip that I can pull off the winter boots. Ooh, swag. Yeah, I feel the like boots I can, in bed. I, I, Swimming I'd in have the to sand get creative. I mean, maybe extra. Tra- I don't know. I'd put a fan like between my legs to blow in my feet blowing my boots or something to keep them from sweating i don't know i'd have to get real creative but i feel like eating pellets is the worst thing no i can't Can't even if you flavored them no put some ranch on it i just think i can yeah i mean i can dip some things in some blue cheese but ew or yeah. like put some, pellet, that, some pellet queso, like you know how we do in Texas, and it would be but, like eating but, grape nuts all the time. Didn't it say <laughs> nothing but pellets? Yeah, so like, uh, and you actually flavor oh, them, so you can't dip them. So no, you can't season the pellets either. It's just pellets. It says yeah. only be able to nah, eat fam, I'm out. pellets. Yo, give me the moon no. boots. Give me the uh, space joints. Give me the Marty McFlies, mm-hmm. and let's just. Uh, and you know Let's, those pellets are made by white people, so they don't have seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah, those pellets kick my chocolate ass. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I like to encourage everyone out there to please make sure you're taking time for yourself and your mental health. If you haven't had a chance, go back to the backlog and find our Teacher's Guide to Mental Health episode. It's extra long. We have Nurse Rosie Rose on there. It's good stuff. But now I'd like to thank our host for joining us. Count, it was wonderful having you here tonight. Uh, Yeah, blessed to be here. Love you guys. We're almost there to the end.
<laughs> Almost. And Lucille, it was great hearing your voice tonight. Well, this was always the best. And last up, Shirley, what you got? A sphincter says what? <laughs> anyway, friends, deep breaths, <laughs> deep drinks, cheers! All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is brought to you by the fine folks at Ludlam Dramatics and our newest sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. They make the most amazing custom candy-covered chocolate dip pretzels in the world. We had a bunch at our party. They are amazing. Go to Legendary Pretzels and treat yourself. They are good. I'd also like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Count Chocolate, Ms. Lucy Elaine, and of course, Ms. Shirley Temper, and Priscilla, who's by my side while I do all of this stuff. My friends, make sure you're taking care of yourselves so we get to these last few weeks of school. I know it can be a beat down emotionally. Really, I think we said it three times in this episode, but if you get a chance, go through our back episodes. Go find the episode titled A Teacher's Guide to Mental Health. There is some really good information. If you're struggling, it could be something to help you. And remember, you're not alone through all of this. There are thousands, probably millions of teachers going through the exact same thing. Okay, my friends. Well, if you have anything you'd like to share with us, go ahead and hit us up through the contact page of our website. Other than that, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Unless you're on Patreon, you might hear from us earlier. All right, friends. Cheers. Bye. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Do, it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, what's happening? Do what it. is happening here? <laughs> was that which? It was some Ben Stiller one. Was that the? Yeah. I don't remember. Do it. Yeah, it was the one where they're 80s cops. <laughs> oh, Starsky no. and Hutch? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was that one.